Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal my soul. Bless this beautiful morning. Lord, I say thank you. I come into your presence with thanksgiving this morning. I come into your presence with gladness in my heart. Lord, for giving me a brand new day, for the grace to enter into your presence, to call you my Father, to call you my God, to call you my King. Lord, I say thank you for the breath in my nostrils. Thank you that I am able to worship you again this morning. Lord, I do not take any of it for granted. So, Lord, we join the hosts of the heavens this morning to cry out, Holy, Holy, Holy is the Lord God Almighty. You are the creator of the heavens and the earth. You are the creator of the entire universe. Scripture says everything that exists are the works of your ends. Scripture says they are beautifully and they are wonderfully made. We thank you because we are wonderfully made this morning. Your word says that we are the apples of your eyes. Thank you because, Lord, you consider us precious. We worship you as the one who is holy. We worship you as the one who is righteous. We worship you as the one who is King of kings and Lord of lords. Be glorified forevermore in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, as we read our Bibles again this morning, we ask for wisdom, insight. Lord, help us to glean discretion in your word. And let your name be glorified once more. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right. Let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Murphy Eyenike. A big thank you to everyone that is taking out time to read and listen to the Bible again this morning especially to those joining us for the first time today i sincerely appreciate that you have come to join us i thank god for you i thank god that you want to learn you want to grow you want to know the word of god better you want to know god himself better i pray this morning that the word of god will open up to you yes the lord himself will give you understanding so that as we read the scriptures together, you will know the Lord better and better in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Yesterday, we completed Matthew chapter 27. And today, we will complete the book of Matthew by taking Matthew chapter 28. Um, so, like I said, um, the resurrection, the crucifixion, the resurrection, you remember that the are captured across all four Gospels, right? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. When we did the harmonization of the Gospel, we found that this was one of the things that all four Gospels 
captured. Okay, so we are reading this this morning about the resurrection. Okay, uh, and then the eventual, the last words of Jesus to the disciples. Okay, so as captured by Matthew. Again, four people can be looking at the same event and they can bring out, okay, they can bring out entirely different details from the same event. So there is no problem that they do not capture exactly the same thing. Actually, it is clearly um, even better that they do not capture exactly the same thing. It means nobody was controlling them. It means that the Holy Spirit was inspiring each person uh, to write what they uh, what they saw uh, based on what caught um, what caught their interest and how the Holy Spirit wanted them uh, to communicate this. So let's read the Matthew chapter twenty-eight this morning. We read first by taking the resurrection, and then Matthew captures this report of the guards, the reports of the guards, and what. Uh, what the elders and the leading priests did and then the Great Commission. Um, the Great Commission here in Matthew, scholars agree it's a part of Matthew. Um, but by the time we get to the book of Mark, you will find that the Great Commission was like added to the book of Mark. Uh, and scholars agree that it was never part of the book of Mark. When we get to Mark, we'll take, we'll take care of that. All right, resurrection, the resurrection. Early on Sunday morning, you can find, you can find this story. Uh, you can find it in Mark chapter 16, um, Luke chapter 24, uh, John chapter 20. Early on Sunday morning, Jesus died on Friday. Early on Sunday morning, Friday was before the Sabbath. Remember, they were rushing everything. They put him in the tomb just to, okay, I said the Sabbath begins at the setting of the sun on Friday. Okay, so Jesus died on Friday, early on Sunday morning. As the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene, because as the day dawns, uh, the Sabbath day is over. Yes, okay. As the sun sets on Saturday, Saturday, the Sabbath day is over. Obviously, it's not possible to really do anything. The best they can do is to go and get spices. <laughs> so, you see, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went out to visit the tomb because by this time they would have the spices already done. Suddenly, there was, a, there was a, a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone, and sat on it. Okay, is this earthquake different from the first earthquake? Remember that at when Matthew was writing about when Jesus gave up the ghost, he spoke about... Uh, the tombs were shaking, everywhere was shaking, and then the curtain was rent in two. Okay, I think the curtain part happened at Jesus' death, but the earthquake, the earthquake part happens at Jesus' resurrection. Okay, suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone, and sat on it. His face shone like lightning, and his clothing was as white 
as snow. Was as white as snow. The guards shook with fear when they saw him, and they fell into a dead faint. They fell into a dead faint. Then the angel spoke to the women, Don't be afraid. He said, I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. Ha ha! The sweetest words, okay? He is risen from the dead, just as he said, he said would happen. The sweetest words you will ever hear from the beginning of time until now. He isn't here. He is risen. Jesus is risen. Okay, so this is the reason why we celebrate Easter. Okay, Christians celebrate Easter. And we must remind ourselves that this is the most important day. Okay, the most important day for the history of the world. Not now even talk about Christianity. This is the most important day for us as Christians. It is the reason why we are Christians. It is the reason why we are able to worship the Father at all. It is because Jesus did not remain in the grave. If Jesus remained in the grave, only the nation of Israel would have continued to monopolize okay, the worship of God. But because he is risen, he is risen from the dead. And he is not in the grave. His name became the legal tender we could present to the Father. His name became power. Power that opened doors. Power that shook, shook the kingdom of darkness. Hallelujah. He says he isn't, he isn't here. He is risen from the dead. Just as he said would happen. Jesus told them severally. Okay, but well, we agreed that many times when Jesus was speaking, he was not speaking in, in the teaching format, okay? He was speaking, whenever he was speaking about his death, he was speaking about the disciples. Uh, he, was, he was speaking to the disciples and we could not ascertain whether he was speaking privately to the twelve or with, you know, he still had a, a small group where you would have had these women who would have been part of those going around with him, right? Yes. So he said, look, just as he, 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 told, he told you, he said would happen. Come see, come see where his body was lying. So they would have gone inside and check out the body. And they would have seen that the body of Jesus was not there. He says, and now go quickly and tell his disciples that he, was re- that he has risen from the dead. And he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Remember what I have told you. I have told you it is strange and surprising so okay so let's agree these women were also disciples of Jesus hmm? you agree with me right these women were also disciples of Jesus they were not one of the apostles one of the twelve. Twelve is inner caucus okay if you want to call it that but these women were also one of his disciples. So yes, in a sense, they, his disciples showed up. They were the one, maybe to an extent, I'm not sure they remembered the part of him saying that he would rise from the dead. They had just come to come do him honor. 
and 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 take care of his body in preparation to to bury him properly okay so i'm sure that was why the women were there okay but however however you put it they were the one that showed up peter james and john and the other apostles could have showed up but they were still in hiding and that was why the angel said go and tell them go and tell them and if you read i think is it mark's account mark was the one that said go and tell his disciples and peter yes and peter the angel said remember what i have told you the women ran quickly from the tomb uh, they were very frightened but also filled with great joy and they rushed to give the disciples the angels the angels message See, as they went jesus met them and greeted them and they ran to him grabbed his feet and worshipped him then jesus said to them don't be afraid go tell my brothers to leave for galilee and they will see me they will see me there now we know that the events of this resurrection still included ones where jesus appeared to mary magdalene and grasping the feet of jesus i think that's in the book of john um she wanted to grasp the feet of jesus of jesus and jesus told her don't no don't do that because i have not yet arisen to my father and and your father to my god and your god but here at this point it means that that was over he allows the women he allows them to grab his feet and worshiped him yes they worshiped jesus they worshiped him because he is the physical representation of the father they were worshiping jesus they were worshiping the father don't be afraid go tell my brothers to leave for galilee and they will see me there now let's look at the report of the guards as the women were on their way some of the guards went into the city some of them or not all of them some of them went into the city and told the leading priest what had happened a meeting with the elders was called and they decided to give the soldiers a large bribe hmm a large bribe they told the soldiers you must say jesus's jesus's disciples came during the night while we were sleeping and they stole his body if the governor that's Pilate, hears about it we will stand up for you so you won't get into trouble so the guards accepted the bribe and said what they were told to say their story spread widely among the jews and they still tell it today i don't know whether they still tell it today i think the jews would have to accept that there is something that happened at the death of jesus there is something that happened at the death of jesus that opened us to an experience that they cannot discount yes there might be a dimension to god that the jewish people can hold on to can claim but they cannot discount that the name of jesus has now been exalted high above every other name they cannot discount that at the name of jesus demons bow they cannot discount that at the name of jesus people are healed things that usually 
should only be possible by the by the name of Yahweh. Hallelujah. All right. So at some point, we know when we read the book of Revelation, is the Israel as a whole will eventually come back to the Father. Amen. So let's read and let's conclude the book of Matthew by reading the Great Commission. It was this Great Commission part that influenced the end of the book of Mark that was never there. Okay. So most likely a scholar that that has a good understanding of or has read Matthew chapter 28 from verse 16 to, to 20, read it severally, allowed it to, to influence, okay, or adding something to the end of the book of Mark. Since then, the 11 disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him. Okay? So this is the second time, at least as Matthew recorded, recorded by Matthew, that they are worshipping him. This is the second time that, see, listen, a Jew will never, I'm telling you, will never dare. eh? Yahweh is God and God alone. What is the first and the greatest commandment? You shall worship the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. It is imprinted, all your all your strength. You must worship Yahweh with all of your being. It is imprinted into the heart of every, every Jew to worship God and to worship God alone. Every other thing is idol, idol worship. So when a Jew bows down and worships someone hey, something happened to these disciples something happened to them so that all their training from their childhood the average Jew right from the, their childhood it is imprinted into their being that his name is Yah Jehovah he is the one worthy to be worshipped but here, the Bible says, when they saw him, they worshipped him. Remember what Jesus said? <laughs> you are asking the wrong question. You are saying, Lord, don't show us the Father and we will be fine. He says, no. If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. They realized and they knew as they were looking at Jesus, they were looking at the Father. Hallelujah. So, it says, when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some of them doubted. So remember, this was not just the twelve. Some of them doubted. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. So it is that part that influences the part in the book of Matthew, in the book of Mark, that says you will take up snakes and scorpions, you will drink poisonous things. This part that says, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. We call this the Great Commission. Jesus has given each one of us this assignment. I have been given all authority. Jesus has been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go. Go in the authority that Jesus has been given. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the the Son and 
the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. Listen, the words of Jesus are important. We cannot discount the words of Jesus because this is part of the Great Commission. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. He says, I'm sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the ages. This is a promise. Jesus says that he is with us always. I am with you always. Whether you are in trouble, I am with you. Whether you are down, I am with you. Whether you are up, whether you are doing well, whether you are struggling, whether you are prospering, whether you are poor, whether you are rich, whatever situation you find yourself, as long as you are obeying this this great commission, Jesus says, I am, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. The end of the age will be when Jesus will return, will return, okay, for the second time. So let's round up this morning. That concludes the book of Matthew. We take from here this morning, first of all, we take the Great Commission. The Great Commission is our assignment. We have been called to reach the whole world for Jesus Christ. Uh, When he says, Take this, therefore go and make disciples of all nations. There are other translations says all people. Okay, we have been called to reach different kind of people. We have been commissioned, we have been empowered to reach different kinds of people. Some of us, we find that we are able to reach the poor better. That's a different kind of people. Some people will, will, some of us will discover that we we are able to reach men better. Awesome. Women, children, um, those who are in in careers, um, people groups, um, particular nations, particular people, you discover that you have just been gifted. Whatever your gifting is, go and make disciples of all people, of all nations. It is our commission. We must go and do it. Jesus promised, I am with you. Maybe you have forgotten, but I have come to remind you this morning. Jesus says he is with us. Even if you feel like he is not with you, I want you to be reassured this morning that he is with you. Next, please, Jesus says that I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Now go. You should understand what that means, right? Yes. The one who has been given all authority is sending us. And as he is sending us, he is sending us with the same authority that he has been given. And so as we go to make disciples of all nations, we must realize that Jesus is not only with us, but we carry the authority, the authority that he carries, that death bowed before the authority that Satan saw, yes, Satan saw and bowed before, that the chains of hell, the chains of death could not hold him down. They saw 
and bowed before we carry that same authority so that in the name of Jesus when we confront situations we confront sicknesses and diseases obeying this great commission this great command they will bow and I pray this morning that God will give you a revelation of this commission in the mighty name of Jesus. I want us to pray this morning and renew our, our commitment to the Great Commission. Yes, Lord, we go this morning. We go this morning obeying this commission. We thank you, Father, we, because Jesus is no longer in the grave. We thank you this morning because he is risen. Father, we make this commitment to preach the gospel. Yes, Lord. We will preach the gospel. We will obey this commission. In the mighty name of Jesus, help us to speak your word. Lord, help us to use our very lives to preach the word of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we give you all the praise and glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.